Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Miles Miller. I am thankful for this opportunity to come to you today. Uh, this is the first Saturday of March, and this March we're going to do something special for you. Um, I got a lot of good things planned for you. But before I go any further, what I would like to do first is I, I'd like to thank you again for coming out. I want to thank God for the opportunity. And I, now I want to turn this show over to his Holy Spirit, to the Lord's Holy Spirit, so we can I can flow and do the things that he wants me to do for you today. We thank you again, like I said, for coming out. This is March 7th, 2009, and we are at a, a great place in our lives we are at a place of dynamic change going on all around us. And I am thankful and honored for the opportunity to be able to present information and details and, and people to come in front of you to help you with change in your own life. Today, we're going to be talking about how to encourage the entrepreneurial spirit. i got some special guests on here today coming on to um, help us out with some details and um, present some keys and, and things that can help you be successful as an entrepreneur in this season. I've been, um, as you know, each week I present to you presidential wisdom, a quote that I find uh, interesting from the things I read of course, over the course of the week from uh, President Barack Obama. We're going to do that. But also I got a new twist. I'm going to add something, a new segment to the show today called Divine Intervention. And I'll explain that to you a little later. But first things first, um, I want to give you the presidential wisdom for this week. And it states, from President Barack Obama, the state of our, econ state of our economy calls for action, bold and swift. And we will act not only to create new jobs, but to lay a new foundation for growth. Again, the state of the economy calls for action, bold and swift, and we will act not only to create new jobs, but to lay a new foundation for growth. Now, with that said, the state of our economy now, as we know it, it won't really allow for us to to work a normal nine to five job at a brick and mortar building. This economy is calling for us to, to be more creative. In fact I actually read something today online. Um one of uh, from President Obama's uh latest speech, um reading it from the AP from the Associated Press, it says it quotes Obama endure find opportunity in time of crisis. Well, people, that means that things have changed. Things are changing rapidly right before us. And in order to survive in this economy, it, you're going to have to make your own breaks. You're going to have to be able to, to be one of those people who is confident enough in themselves to make things happen. I'm going to read to you a, few, a little excerpt from this article uh, written by Ben Feller of the Associated Press. Overseeing a dispirited nation, President Barack Obama on Saturday sought to assure people that bleak times will give way 
to better days, calling the mounting economic crisis a time to discover America's next great opportunity. That is what we can do and must do, Obama said in his weekly radio and video address taped on Friday at the White House. And I am absolutely confident in that this is what we will do. This is, this people, let, let us hear this carefully. Times are changing. Things are changing. And even the White House is telling us that we have to be prepared to, to make our own way to some degree. We can't depend, we never could depend on the government to do anything for us other than what it's, it's called to do, and that's to, to legislate things and to, to keep policies and keep us safe. But as far as helping us live, that would always be up to the people who, who actually run the country, live the country, excuse me. We are, the, we are the people, and we actually do run this country. And we have opportunities galore in front of us now to be successful in, in creative ventures and things of that nature. And these are times that will, will, will cause greatness to rise up inside of all of us and come out to help other people. And the world as we know it, people, has is going to be reshaped. It is being reshaped. And the people who will be at the forefront of this reshaping process will be entrepreneurs. It will be the people who are business owners, who have creative businesses, who have businesses that are are um, not your normal, like I said, nine-to-five brick-and-mortar type building. People who are doing uh, things like, I know some people who are actually, uh, they're bakers, they're cooks, and they're they're taking their their talents and they're they're using their talents, and they're allowing the the, the creativity inside of them to to get out and 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 become caterers and things like that. There there will be many opportunities for you, but you have to make your own opportunities, which helps me to segue into my lesson for today. And my lesson is how to make your breaks. How to make your breaks. There will always be an opportunity for you to um, to do great things in this world and in this lifetime, and especially at a time like now. You're almost kind of forced to have to be great now. So what I what I have done here is I've come up with a, a little lesson that I would like to share with you about how to make your breaks. In, in other words, how to make opportunities for yourself. One of the first things that you need to do in order to make your breaks or to make your opportunities is to be ready for change. Again, be ready for change. Let's take a look at the auto industry, for instance. I'm from Detroit, and I know the auto industry very well. And one thing I'll say is that the auto industry wasn't prepared for change. They weren't prepared for the fact that the global economy w- was changing and that the, a lot of people didn't want the bigger automobiles anymore. They wanted more fuel-efficient cars. They wanted cars that were, were a lot more durable. Now we have a situation in Detroit where you know, people are losing their jobs. Even the state of Michigan, you know, the job market is declining in Michigan. I actually went back there last week and I saw it you know, firsthand. There's some things that are just – it feels depressed because people have, have lost hope in some aspects. But you have to be ready for change. You have to be ready to if, if the things as you know them change right now, would you be ready to still survive and still live? 
and a lot of people weren't ready for this change. In fact, a lot of people at the top weren't never saw it coming, or if they saw it coming, they really did, they never prepared for it. Well, one thing one thing that you have to do is that you have to understand that those people who are ready for change won't require a bailout. I'll, I'll repeat that. Those people who are ready for change won't require a bailout. And those people who are in tune to what's going on will always be in a position where they won't be adversely affected by everything that's going on around them. So be ready for change. Another step, another thing that you can do to make your breaks is to study and follow champions. Again, study and follow champions. I have a quote that I always say, and that is, champions do what champions do. In other words, champions follow what other champions do. Champions follow the success of another person who's done it, done what they wanted to do, and they re-step those, retrace those steps until they become successful themselves. You know that you can re, you can follow champions by reading books written by experts in certain fields. You can, you know, get data off the Internet. You can go to the library. There's all types of things that you can do. There's all types of things that you can do. The next thing, do something outstanding with excellence. Again, do something outstanding with excellence. It could be a product, a service, or whatever that you may have to offer. And I always tell people, find something that you're really good at and do it better than anybody else can do it. And whatever that thing is, do it so well that people want to pay you to do it. For instance, like I was saying before, I know I have friends who are bakers and cooks and things like that. And people love their food so much, love the way they cook so much, love the way they bake so much that they ask them now to cook for them. Now they have a, a job. They have a career now. They can actually, you know, they don't have, they have, they're not dependent upon their job because their career is taking off so well and it's, it's so productive for them now that they don't even have to worry about how they're going to pay their bills because their bills stay paid because they're working and they're living their dream because they did something outstanding with excellence. So again, do something, find something that you're that you're good at and do it better than anybody else can do it. And and walk with confidence when you do it that this is 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 good and be feel a sense of pride when you do it. Another step to making your breaks is to know that opportunities most times come disguised as problems. Opportunities most times come disguised as problems. Now, what that means is that a lot of things that you see that are going on, actually even in our economy, going on with the people with people around us, you'll see problems, and people need solutions to those problems. When you see a problem, you're looking at an opportunity for, for a massive impact or massive change. 
And if you can recognize that problem and come up with solutions to that problem, automatically you've just made yourself dependable and and needed. Because in a situation where, where problems are all around us, people need solutions. People want solutions, People and people will pay for solutions. For instance, if you need to get to the to the corner store, or if you need to get to a store, and you don't have a car, and you, the buses aren't running, well, a taxi is all of a sudden becomes a solution. Or, the, you know, there are other options. Maybe you can call a friend and offer to pay them gas money to take you to the, where you need to go. But, but those things are solutions to a problem. So know that an opportunity most times is going to be disguised as a problem, which takes way into the next step. An- another way to make your break is to constantly present yourself as a solution. Constantly present yourself as a solution. I'll say it again. Constantly present yourself as a solution. Again, like I was saying before, that in a situation where problems are all around us, people pay for solutions. People want solutions. People need solutions. And if you're a solution-based thinker, the premium on the things you think just went up. Because a lot of people are confused at a, you know, and don't know which way to go, which is a reason why a lot of people like myself, like as a coach, as a speaker, as an author, these are times where I get phone calls from everywhere, you know, people looking for help and looking for solutions. Because, you know, there's, if you look at the news and you stay focused on what you see on the news, there's no hope in what you see there. But people who are solution-based thinkers provide hope, they provide insight. They provide, you know, they give people the courage to stand up and keep going forward. And that is always a good thing. And you will always find yourself employable and employed if you can always present yourself as a solution. Our next what next step for how to make your breaks. Adopt a positive and optimistic outlook. Adopt a positive and optimistic outlook. I have had a lot of things go wrong over the course of my lifetime. I'm only 30 years old, but I've I've endured a lot of different things that one day we'll talk about maybe in a book or or in if you come to one of my live uh seminars, I'll explain to you in further detail or probably later on on another show. But through it all, I've learned that complaining solves nothing. I'll repeat that for you. Complaining solves nothing. Your complaint is almost like a waste of your time. If you want to do something, you want to be something, complaining is usually not the way to do it. It's usually not the way to get you there. You want to find ways to always pour out your your energy in, in a really positive manner. You never want to get caught up you know, with drag, dragging on negative energy. You never want to get caught up, you know, associating with negative people. You never want to get caught up associating with things that don't promote your success. So I always tell people, adopt a positive and optimistic outlook. And what you'll notice is that your whole countenance will change. The way, you look, the way your face looks in the mirror to yourself, it will change. The way you are 
appear to other people will change because positive energy is attractive. Positive energy is, is dynamic, and people feel positive energy, and they feel an optimistic person in their midst, and it, it does something to them. It lifts the, the, the whole spirit of the room up. It encourages people. It inspires people. People want to be, you know, they feel like they can do all things now because your energy is contagious. People feel your energy. And when you walk in the room, you don't want them to run from you. You want them to run to you. <laughs> I've had the opportunity now to be able to to walk in many rooms and deal with many different types of people. And even little children will, will run towards me because my energy is so positive and I'm, I'm such an upbeat and optimistic guy. Not saying that everything goes right in my life because it doesn't. And I'm not saying that I'm that everything is perfect because it's not. But I am saying that the opportunity to be positive and be optimistic has encouraged me to be a better person than what I do. It has encouraged me to be to to take better care of myself because I feel when I feel that positive energy coming out of the thoughts that I think and or things I may be seeing other people or even my optimistic view on life, it it just causes me to want to do everything better. It causes me to want to be better. And, and people, let me tell you, that is so important. Your energy, the energy that is around you is so important. And you you got to have positive energy. you got to have optimistic people because there's got to be somebody who believes. There's got to be somebody with hope because in a time, you know, like the times we're living in now, people are losing hope. People are losing faith. And, and we need to be able to give people enough courage to, to move forward. So... Adopt a positive and optimistic outlook. My next step for how to make your breaks. Choose and use the best words possible to speak. Choose and use the best words possible to speak. Choose and use the best words possible to speak. There's a scripture I have uh, remembered it's Proverbs 18 and 21 and it states that the power of life and death are in, is in the tongue the power of life and death is in, in your tongue if you choose uplifting wholesome encouraging inspiring words guess what happens the energy that you send out is is just the words you send out they're just as powerful. Words are powerful. Words inspire. Words encourage. But conversely, words can tear down. Words can break. Words can injure. Words can wound. Some of the, the worst hits I've ever taken in my lifetime were not by punches but by words. But conversely, on, on that same note, some of the best times I've ever experienced weren't necessarily in locations, but it came from a phone call or from a letter I received from somebody who uplifted me, who said things to encourage me, to say things to support my vision, and said things to, to make me feel better about the things I'm going through. Words are very powerful. Words are very powerful. Words are very powerful. Words are very powerful. And I, I want to reiterate that to you. Words are very powerful. The words that you are choosing to speak right now are very powerful. What words are you choosing? Are you speaking out the, that there's lack, there's war, 
There's things, you know, all the bad things. Or what about all the good things? Are you speaking out any of that stuff? Are you speaking out, you know, the fact that, you know, tough times won't last always, but tough people do? Are you, are you encouraged by the fact that, you know, even the the, the White House is telling us that this time that we're in, it won't last. I mean, there are still good things going on in this world, and and, and as long as we're alive, there's going to be cycles, and and we won't be able to avoid bad stuff. That that just ain't gonna happen. You know, I I know I have great command of the English language, so I can use words like ain't, <laughs> but it won't happen. We are going to experience bad times. We're going to experience good times. But one thing is for certain: God has already overcome the the world, and we, and we as believers, this is a great time for us. I mean. We get to to walk at a time in a realm where we get to see that we are provided for. And entrepreneurs are, have that that spirit, that spirit of of I can do all things through Christ. I can I'm more than a conqueror. And you have to have that spirit to to survive in this lifetime, survive in this world, and survive in anything you want to do. Especially if you're going to be a dreamer, especially if you're a visionary, you have to be able to sustain yourself. And your words are those. It's just that powerful. You have you have to choose powerful words. I know if anybody can even think about it, you've probably been around someone who did say things to you that were just derogatory and just dirty and just wrong. And I know you remember how bad that felt. But think about the, the when someone used good words towards you. When somebody talked to you and told you that I, I believe you can, I, you look pretty today, or you know anything that was uplifting. How it changed your whole, the whole outlook on life. Well, that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to, to be that person. I'm here to be, you know, able to to talk to you and and tell you how to change your outlook on life and how to walk in a more positive manner and how to more how to walk in a a more delightful manner and how to how to live a a, a championship standard of life. That's my goal for you. I, I'm, my goal is for you to live a championship standard of life. I'm helping you create a championship standard of living for yourself on every level. Next, the next step I have for you in how to make your breaks. Ask, seek, knock. Ask, seek, knock. Ask, seek, knock. Ask questions. Seek solutions. And knock on doors. Ask questions, seek solutions, knock on doors. You're going to have to become active. If you go back to the quote or from our presidential wisdom from President Barack Obama, you're going to have to be active if you expect to get solutions. You have to be very active. You're going to have to be bold. You have to take chances. You have to take risks. That's again, that's what an entrepreneur does. An entrepreneur takes risk. An entrepreneur doesn't sit back and wait for for an opportunity to come to them, they get up and go find them. You can't you can't wait. You can't you're not you're not going to be in a good position if you wait for an opportunity to come to you. You're going to have to go get it. And that's the one thing if you don't take anything away from every from what we're saying today, you got to go get it. You got to go get you got to get up and you got to go get it. You got to be in a position where you you you've accepted in your mind that nobody's gonna do this for you, and and people, I'm here to tell you, 
Nobody's going to do it for you. But the fact of the matter is that you can do it. You can be successful. You can be great. You can have you can have your bills paid. You can live a stress-free life in this in economy, in this environment. You can do it. Trust me. There are people right now that woke up today that did not worry about how they're going to pay their gas bill. There are people that woke up today who were not worried about how they're going to pay their mortgage. There are people that woke up today not concerned about the lease payment and not concerned about how they're going to pay the insurance and how they're going to pay an old bill. There are people right now hearing my voice that need to know that it's possible that you can live a championship standard of life, that you can you can have and obtain a championship standard of living. There are people right now who need to understand that your dreams, your visions can come to pass even now. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to, to, to light you on fire in that aspect. And I hope that you can, you hear me. I hope that you hear me. I hope that you hear me. I really hope that you hear me. I really hope you hear me. Because this is a good time for the greatness inside of you to, to come forth, to manifest, and to bring something great to life for the rest of us to see. Believe it or not, people, your dreams are important, not only to yourself, but to everyone around you, to everyone that you're connected to, to the, the whole human race. See, you weren't born just to take up, occupy space in this universe. You weren't born just to take up space, you know, in your house, wherever. You were born to bring change to the, the very face of this planet. You were born to do dynamic stuff. And if you apply yourself, ask questions about the things that are important to you, seek solutions for the things that you may be having problems with, and knock on doors for opportunity, and you mark my words, you'll see a dynamic change in your life. I know it because I'm living it. I'm living proof of it. I'm, like I say, everything may not be going ideal for me. Everything may not be going completely the way I want it to, but I know I'm on the right path. And then if I keep on this path, that something even bigger is coming. Something even bigger is going to happen. Something even greater is going to happen. But I have to keep moving in the right direction. And moving in the right direction means asking for help, asking questions, asking the right questions, seeking solutions, and knocking on doors of opportunity. And you listen to me now. Doors of opportunity are going to present themselves to you, and you have to be ready for them. People are going to give you opportunities to showcase that what you're capable of doing, and you have to be ready. Again, like I said, you have to be ready for change. And if you notice and study champions, like I told you before, you'll notice that a lot of times when these people had their rise to success, it was during some adverse adverse times. And they were able to, to use what was inside of them, the God-given ability inside of them, to make it. And I'm telling you the same thing. You'll make it. If you truly want to, you'll make it. Not only will you, but you can. Not only can you, but you will. But you have to make it up in your mind that you can make it, that this is going to be your season, that this is going to be the time where no matter what it seems like on the outside, you're going to... That, that God-given talent inside of you is going to come forth and it's going to 
manifest something great. And my last tip for you for how to make your breaks. Trust God. I can't sit here and talk to you for, you know, now going on 30 minutes and expect anything other than God to come through me because I don't have I, if it's left up to me, I have nothing for you. I would have nothing for you. But I do believe that if you really try, and if you really trust, God will give you solutions. He will, you know, he'll order your steps. And, and trust me, where I am right now, even being able to, to have this show and, and talk to you and, and to give you tips and give you, you know, tools to, to help you succeed, it takes a lot for me to do this because, by nature, I'm a shy and introverted person. <laughs> I don't know if I ever, if anybody even knows that about me, but I'm I'm not really a talkative person. So to have a talk show is an absolute step in the right. <laughs> it's a major uh, step for me. So I don't even know how I did it. But even to be a, a speaker or a coach, I'm not by nature a, an extroverted person. I'm an introvert, but I do know that it's my passion to see people succeed, and I trust God that He gives me the opportunities to do that. I trust God that he will continue to, to connect me to people who really want what he has inside of me. I mean, and it's going to always be that way. That's that's the only way I know how to operate is to trust God for everything. I trust God for everything. I, I also understand that I can't work as hard as I would want to to get everything I, I so desire. And let me tell you this. There's some things you won't be able to work hard enough for. Some things you won't be able to work hard enough for. What am I saying? There's some things that you have to have God's supernatural input and favor to help you. Because if you don't have it, you won't you won't make it. So I thank you for this opportunity. Because like I said, I trusted God for this opportunity to be able to speak to you, and I thank you for taking the time to listen to me and taking the time to download these podcasts. This is important information that somebody's going to hear and it's going to change their life, and I thank you for it. So, again, how to make your breaks. Be ready for change. Study and follow champions. Do something outstanding with, and do it with excellence. Know that your opportunities most times will come disguised as problems. Consistently present yourself as a solution. Adopt a positive and optimistic outlook. Choose and use the best words possible to speak. Ask, seek, knock. Ask questions. Ask the right questions. Seek the solution and knock on, knock on doors of opportunity. And lastly, trust God. Trust God. And with those things, understand this. I am here for you as your coach, as a mentor, and we will keep doing these things. I will keep bringing people here. I will keep doing things to give you tools to, to move forward in your career and in your um, in your life. Well, today I want to bring to you 
my uh, our new segment. I call it divine intervention. Divine intervention is a uh, is going to be a weekly scripture that I'm going to research and give you again, like I do with the presidential wisdom. Uh, divine intervention is is just what it is. It's divine intervention. It's something I feel led to give you. I believe that it will impact your life, impact over the course of this week as you go forward in your your life and your career. And for entrepreneurs, this I believe this is just a dynamic scripture. It's Proverbs 16 and 9, which states, A man's heart devises his way, but the Lord directed his steps. A man's heart devises his way, but the Lord directed his steps. In other words, whenever you make the plans for your life, whenever you make the plans for your life, you don't worry about you don't worry about anything other than actually you worry about nothing. You create the plan and God will order your steps through the plan. So if you it's not even <laughs> it's like wow, I when I think when I read this now and I think about this, all you have to do is come up with the plan and trust God to direct you through the plan. And if there's something in the plan, he'll expose it to you. If there's something in the plan that doesn't work, he'll expose it to you. You can take it out and keep moving forward. And But you can have – it's the supernatural help I was telling you about before. It's the supernatural input, that favor that you need to move forward. Right here in the scripture, God says he'll do it. A man's heart divided his way, but the Lord directed his steps. So I want you to hold on to that this week as you move forward with your entrepreneurial ventures. And – um I look forward to uh, to him giving you more divine intervention, more presidential wisdom, more lessons and things like that. But I'm excited now because I have some dynamic guests on today. We're going to um, go right into our interviews for today. Um, I have uh, my first guest is a dynamic, dynamic, when I say the word dynamic, I mean dynamic public relations expert and a dynamic teacher and trainer for successful entrepreneurs. Uh, I want to welcome to the show today uh, Ms. Siobhan Taylor. Ms. Taylor, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you doing today? You're on the air. Uh, I'm good, Minister Miles. How are you? I'm doing phenomenal. I'm uh, I'm glad to have you on here. I'm, I'm also I'm glad to be here. Hello, Atlanta. <laughs> well, this is the world. This is This is the Internet. Everybody can hear you. Oh, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amen. <laughs> what I want to do is I want you to I want to I'm just excited because I know that you have some dynamic tools inside of you for people, uh, especially entrepreneurs. And we've been talking about you know ways to make your breaks. Um, and one of the things I talk about is being ready for change. Now, I know myself personally. I know I know enough about you personally that. We've both experienced situations where we've been forced into change, where we weren't completely Absolutely. ready for the change. But Absolutely. what tips do you give to people now who, and, you know, in this environment, this, this economy, to prepare themselves to step out on the, in an entrepreneurial realm? What, I mean, what, what's, what's one good tip you would give somebody to be ready for the changes that are coming or changes um, that are already here? Well, the best advice that I would give um, is be open for God okay. to bless, right. um, to absolutely be open for God to bless 
and maybe even in a different arena than okay. than the arena that they've been even thinking about or even that they even had in their heart to do. Um, be open for the opportunities of God. Um, as you know, I worked for um, the mayor of the city of Detroit, Mayor Kilpatrick, and um, with all those different events, we'll just say, <laughs> the different events that happened um, in the city of Detroit, I ended up being um, uh, laid off. And that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me, although at the time it was stressful, um, and it actually it could have been you know, even worse, um, because the Lord had already prepared me. See, he's never going to leave his children out. He's right. never going to leave us in a situation where we're not prepared. All the gifts are already inside of us. We're already born with all these gifts. And the Lord is just really just waiting for us to step out and to believe him for the gifts. Right. What's already put inside of us. When he gives us, you know, when there's training, different connections, it, everything is already inside of us. We just have to step out and believe God that it's actually, and start activating that gift. And right. if I had not been laid off, I would never have known truly what was inside of me. I would have just gone on um, doing my normal, everyday um, job, the things that were expected of me, but not truly stepping into the realm that the Lord has for me. Right. So I, I, but my best advice um, is really to stay open for the avenues that God is going to open uh, to you. Just okay. be open for the opportunities. Well, you work with entrepreneurs. What's one of the, the biggest things that people, what's like the biggest fear about stepping into the entrepreneurial realm, you think? Um, just being afraid. Um, being afraid that that it's going to work, especially I think in this economy. I teach um, financial literacy. I never thought <laughs> that that would be something I would be teaching, but a door opened for me to get training to teach young children, young um, young adults um, from school age all the way um, into college um, how to um, balance their budget, how to um, you know, have a checking account, how to pay their bills, how to buy a car, buy a house. And I never would have thought that would have been something that I would have gotten into. And while okay. I was helping those children, while I was helping, um, you know, those, those young people, their parents were coming along for the training and asking me, would I help them? Would I train them? Right. It was just really funny. We were doing this exercise uh, to help, you know, young people to prepare them and I found out you know, overwhelmingly the majority of parents had no idea how to balance a budget, had wow. no idea, you know, that the opportunities were available to them. Um, so it, it was just a, I think because I, I wasn't afraid that the God had opened up this door for me, um, there it was, you know, right. doing something I had no idea, teaching, something right. I had no idea that I'd ever do. Wow. And, and, and there it is. You said also, I'm going to go back to something you said, to, to be open, to be open. Yeah. Meaning that people can, you can actually, there's actually more than one, there's more than one gift and talent inside of you. There are Absolutely. multiple gifts and talents inside of you, and you have to be willing and, 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 and ready for those things to be stirred up inside of you. Because, like I said before, opportunities most times come disguised as problems. And yeah. when you're, if you're ready and, you, you know, you're you're ready for the change and you're you're open. It's just, it's not even anything else. Just being open. If you're open, things can happen. Absolutely. 
and excited, Minister Miles, and excited, excited yeah. about, it, excited about it. I'm gonna tell you when I, um, before I was laid off, I had been um, praying and fasting, you know, as we do, um, right. and and so the Lord had showed me that, and He actually gave me the timetable of when the change was gonna happen. He first He showed me that a transformation was occurring, that it was a transition. I was going through a transition period, and for me to get prepared. Right. You and I, we've known each other for a long time, and you remember me telling you that the Lord had already showed me right, that this right. was going to happen. Right. So after I was laid off, I began to pray and ask the Lord to show me what door he would have, what, what opportunity that he would have for me. With that layoff, I ended up going back to school. They paid for it. You wow. know, God opened up a door for a program for me to go back to school, finish my degree in a year. And um, uh, and then, yeah, so that was the first thing. I, I believe God, number one, when he said that he He would take care of it, you know, that right. he would, um, I mean, he's my source. Right. That God is not my source. Right. You know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, right? Right, correct. The word. So first of all, I had to, um, I had to trust God that he would provide. Secondly, I had to be open to him the avenue that he would have for me. And then thirdly, once the opportunity came, I had to understand, okay, th- this is God. It may not be something I ever thought I could do. I'm a writer. I'm a PR, a marketing person. Never thought I'd be standing in front of a group of 100 to 200 children a day, young people, adults, <laughs> you know, <laughs> teaching them about finding <laughs> Financial management, right. budgeting, doing interviews, going on television. I never thought I'd be doing that. Right. But that's God. That's God. He opened up that door, and he used talents that I had no idea was inside of me because right. it's for his glory. Right. It's, it's for his glory. Do you think if you had a, had a negative, uh, pessimistic view of, of life that you would have been successful in this new venture? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You can't think about... Um, the economy, you can't think about what everybody else is doing, you can't think about that someone else has already done it, you can't think about that you're not good at it, you don't have enough training, you can't think about any of that because what happens is that something inside of you stirs up. That gift that God has put in you, whether it is to teach, whether it is to cook, to bake, to um, to create, um, to be a developer, to be a marketer, to be a life coach like you are, um, whatever that gift is inside of you, at the opportune time, if you're open to God and open that saying, okay, Lord, I trust you that I know that you're, you're going to make a way, right. that you're going to use me. Lord, I, I surrender my will to you. I surrender my will to you, and, Lord, you direct me. If you, if you keep yourself open, he will do it. But if you have a negative um, attitude, Mr. Miles, you're blocking your blessings right, right, right. in and there. You're right. you're cutting them off. God can't. You, you're all you're handicapping God. Wow. He he's giving you free will. Wow. <laughs> so you're you're already cutting him off at the knees, saying, Lord, I I don't I you know what, I I believe your word, but I don't think I'm gonna step out right now. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna do it. Uh, it's, it's kind of shaky. I'm going to wait till the times get better. No, the Lord, he takes care of his people in lean time. Right, right. But God's economy has nothing to do with what's going on in this world. Joseph was blessed. Right. <laughs> in lean time. Right. And and then also, 
I look at my life, look at the, the trial that Joseph went through. I mean, he went from the pit to the palace. Right. I mean, that's an amazing, an amazing testimony. Those testimonies are there for us right. to see how God brought him up and brought him out. People lied on him, um, but wasn't his talents developed when he was at at his low, at seemingly at his lowest? Right. Right. Isn't that but, amazing? <laughs> the talent of God came out when it seemed to be at his lowest. Wow. When he was in the darkness, when he, you know, when he was in the jail, and look at what God did. I believe God can do that for us, for you, for me, and for your listeners if they are willing to to openly trust Him and believe, really believe. Wow. Wow. <laughs> One thing I can say is wow. I mean, I mean, yeah. what else is there to say? But wow. But the wow. thing about it is that people really have to. Again, I go back to you know the, the lesson. Trust God. I mean, right. this is one of those, those situations where I, I don't think it's going to be easy to be an atheist <laughs> because if no. you don't have, a, you got to have hope in this in this environment. <laughs> you got to have right. hope, right. And, and and trusting right. God gives you that hope. And I'm yeah. I'm excited because I know that things are op- doors are opening up for me that I can't speak yeah. of yet. There's some things yeah. that, I, that are going on that I'm going to talk about in the coming weeks. Uh, some doors that open up for me for me today, and I'm excited right. because. Uh. Praise God. There, you know, I was ready for him. I was ready for change. I've been, I didn't. You positioned yourself, positioned, Minister Miles. Exactly. That's the thing. You've been praying, you've been faithful, and you've been believing. You've been reading the word, and you've been standing on the word. All those things, they're all tools that God right. has. He, he's given us the tools. It's up to us to, to believe him. Doors are opening, and I thank God, doors have opened up in an extraordinary way in the in the leanest of times it's unbelievable right. what god is doing you know with the writing and with the different projects and the different television projects that you and i've talked about that i'll be able to um share with your audience at a later date okay it's, it's <laughs> we serve a good god a yes. faithful and good god yes indeed and that's the word said he's not a man that he should lie right Right. So it's, it's awesome. This is an exciting time for the people of God. <laughs> Everybody should be excited. I don't care what Dow Jones says. I don't care the housing market. This is the time that God's going to bless his people because he wants to see who's going to be faithful and who's going to believe him. Right, right. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for your listeners. I'm excited for the testimonies that are going to come out. Yes, indeed. Of even out of this, um, even out of this interview. Yep. I'm excited to hear the, the testimonies that are going to come from this. And it's exciting, uh, Miss Taylor. Can you give us, uh, if somebody wants to get in contact you, with you for financial planning seminars, how would they how would they find you? Oh, they can. Um, they can contact me at Siobhan dot Taylor. It's S H E R V O N N E dot Taylor T A Y L O R at Gmail dot com. Leave their information. Let me know what they're looking for, and um, I can send them out a packet of what we offer as far as training and the consultations that we do and the life coaching that we do. Okay. That's Siobhan S H E R V O N N E dot Taylor at gmail.com. Well, Ms. Taylor, I thank you, and um, thank I want to also post your information on my blog later tonight for my listeners and my readers. So uh, we're going to have people definitely contacting you. 
God bless you. God bless, God bless you. your audience. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, people, I got even more dynamic people here waiting for you. Um, my next guest is uh, the president and CEO of Soul Food Entertainment. He is an accomplished musician and recording artist. He has played for the likes of Dr. Dorinda Clark, Cole, Bishop Wayne, and Bishop Wayne T. Jackson. Um, this man also is a, a successful, successful, successful businessman and accomplished and successful businessman himself. I want to introduce to you all Mr. Joe Smith. Joe, are you there? Yes, sir. How you doing, Joe? Doing really good, man. I'm blessed. How you doing? I'm excited, man, to have you on here. <laughs> hey, it's a pleasure to have be here, man. I appreciate you having me. Yes, sir. Again, we've been uh, talking. Uh, you know, I originally told, told uh, Joe that we were going to talk about uh, music and, and getting into the music industry, but I want to go in a different direction. We'll bring Joe back on later at a later time for, for the musicians and, and people out there, but I want to talk to you first and foremost as the business owner, the business, the successful business owner. Yes. Um, one of the things we talked about today was to study and follow champions, and I consider you, you know, I've always looked up to you since I've known you to be a champion in what you do. You know, you get Thank stuff you. done. Yes, sir. And, Thank you. And, um, and, and getting stuff done, what what are some of the things that, you know, fires you up to get moving in the right direction? I mean, you know, because like I said, we're going to study. We're going to study and follow champions. So we're going to study and follow you for a day. So what does what does Joe Smith do in a day that other people can can glean from? Basically, um, you know what what I did. What, what I do is uh, I always number one. I keep my my dreams and my passions before me. Right. You know, so that when I wake up in the morning, you know what's on my mind is doing something. My, my my goal is to never let a day go by without me doing something towards the things that I aspire to. Right. Whether it's reading something or if it's, you know, uh, watching a documentary or if it's making a phone call or reading an article online, something that 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 is uh, pertaining to the vision that I that I have in front of me. Okay. And um, you know, that that's a daily thing for me, you know what I'm saying? E- even if it's a day where I say, okay, today I'm going to just lay back and, and relax. I've been really busy. Today I'm going to just take a a chill day. Even on those days, I'm on the internet, you know, right. or I'm doing something that will give me knowledge or give me inspiration to to move towards my goals and the things that I aspire to. Um and 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 one thing that I do and that's very important what you're saying is is studying champions whatever industry or whatever field you know a person may be in you should have people in that industry or that field that's already successful that you know their story you've read up on them right. uh you 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 studied how they got to where they are and so forth and even if it's not in your industry uh even if it's in any industry there's just certain principles that you can learn from you know a Donald Trump or a um, you know or a Howard Schultz who started Starbucks or right. you know uh, anybody uh, um, um, uh, Steve Jobs over Apple you right. know there's a certain principles and certain things that all those individuals have in common you know that caused them to be where they are so uh, that's a very important thing is just studying 
uh, like you said, studying champions and, and gleaning from them the wisdom and the tools that that they use to get where they are. Because one thing I, I heard somebody say a long time ago is that success is a choice. It's not something right. that just that just happens. There are uh, uh, certain principles and certain uh, things that you can do to be successful. It's not like it just have success just chooses this person and right. gets over that person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not happenstance. You know, you, right. can, you can cause it to happen. Right. Of course, you know, by the power of God and, and through the, the blessings of God, we don't, we don't want to exclude, uh, you know, God, but, but that, uh, withstanding, you know, it's like, you know, you got to work with God. Bishop right. uh, Jackson, who is my bishop uh, as well as yours, Bishop right. Wayne T. Jackson, he taught a series called God and Me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And understanding that, okay, God gives you wisdom, He gives you the ability to make things happen, but you got to go out and make it happen. You got to go out. And that's what, yeah. that's the one thing I want people to do. I've been saying this over and over again today, but I'm going I'm to keep saying it. You got to make your breaks. Yep. The the yep. the White House is telling you that things are going to things are going to improve, but they're going to get worse first. Right. So you gotta you gotta get out here and and, and problems are a sign of opportunity. Yep. When you think exactly. Yep. Yep. So that that's very important is is understanding that um, that you know if you don't make it happen, it, it's not going to happen. You know, I mean, I, I and and it, and it's all about. Um, starting where you are. That's why right. I appreciate even what you're doing with your show and, and just and just start. It's about starting where you are. You know, I, I was watching a documentary and, and one of the best things that I ever created was DVR. I have a <laughs> I have a DVR, so even when I when I'm gone, I, I can DVR documentaries. And I was watching a documentary on Steven Spielberg, and right. and it was just talking about how as a teenager he just started out making these little clips with his little home video camera you know and i mean by the time this guy was like 16 17 years old he was making short films you know just with his little home video camera and, and of course they they were crudely edited together you know but he started where he was and did the best he could with what he had right and he just kept building from there and kept building from there to, of course, we all know who Steven Spielberg is today. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? So, you know, it, it, it's that's how it works, man, just starting where you are and being faithful where you are and just keep building and plant, planning until a lot of times, especially in the Christian world, uh, Brother Miles, it, it, people are, are waiting for God to drop this big boom out of the sky. Right. <laughs> I'm feeling weird sometimes myself, man. I can't lie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and sometimes because we misinterpret how 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 people teach us, you know, we think that you know if it's small, it ain't God. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, no, 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 no. You got to start where you are. Start with the small things, you know, and be faithful over that. Right. And then you'd be surprised because God will give favor and He will bring the big thing along. But when that big thing comes along, it should find you doing and being faithful in the small thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and you would be surprised at how being faithful in the small thing prepares you, you know, for the next level. You know I'm what learning. I mean? I'm, I'm definitely learning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because because when you get to the next level, 
then you're not going at it cold. Right. You know, you've already been doing what you what you've been doing. You know, even in the music industry, I started out as a teenager. You know, teaching songs to the choir at my church and playing for little groups. You know, around town and and doing things of that nature. So when it came time for me to start working with national recording artists and traveling all over the country, you know. It was not a big deal. I was just doing the same thing, just in bigger arenas. Right. But I had already been doing what all I was being required to do. I had been doing it just on a smaller level. Right. Right. You know, and so that's why you know. I mean, the Bible says, "Don't despise the day of small beginnings," because right. that's that's your training ground. You right. know. Right. <laughs> and I, yeah. I can I can attest that I, I've, it's been times I've carried this man's keyboard, <laughs> <laughs> so I know what he's talking about. And you know, look at look at him today. You know, he's, you know, if nothing really goes on in, in, in the gospel music industry in Detroit, Michigan, without Joe Smith's name being mentioned. Mm, amen. And yeah. I mean, if you look on the internet, you Google Joe Smith Soul Food. His name is his name is high on the list. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So, so listen, to what, this is a champion. I'm not. I'm, I, like I said, I wouldn't bring somebody on here who's a who's a champion. I bring on champions. <laughs> so listen to what this man is saying. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And a lot of and a lot of things that I've learned, you know, came from years of being frustrated, you know, because I felt like things weren't moving or because I felt like things weren't moving fast enough. Okay. You know, or sometimes, you know, it would seem like um, you know, other people were moving in, out into the dreams that I had. Right. You know, right. even even people who just came along, you know, right. I, I totally and, understand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you get and you get frustrated, you know, and um, you know, God just had to, you know, speak to me and say, you know, look, man, you you just be faithful in what I told you to do, right? You know, and and don't worry about don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Run your race, <laughs> right? Exactly, and, and you'll find that you know, in time, some of those people don't last. <laughs> you know, some of those people that you thought were moving so fast ahead of you, you know, it's it's not what all is cracked up to be, you right. know. And um and then you learn that, okay, you know, if I had gotten what I was trying to get when I was trying to get it, I would have probably, you know, fell apart too. You yeah. know. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I mean it, it it's funny how you don't realize the importance of certain things until later on down the line. Right. You know, but um, that's a very important thing, too, is, you know, studying people who are successful without being um, uh, anxious to the point to where you feel like, well, I'm not moving because I'm not moving as fast as they are or, you know, I'm not moving as fast as I thought I should be. You know, God right. has a different plan for every every pot, every person. Yeah. So that's that's in, that's important, too. So, Joe, you got any uh, products uh, or, or any new projects on the uh, on the market now that you know the people would love to hear and go pick up because these these are buyers. These people like they like good stuff. Yeah, well, um, definitely, I got a couple of things. Um, I just did a song on um, Dorinda Clark Cole's album, did her latest CD, which is called "Take It Back." It's a contemporary gospel project, and okay. uh, I did a song on there called "It's Okay," and um, also did. Uh, song on her previous project before that, which is uh, called The Rose of Gospel, um, and then 
um, um, I did a project. Uh, it was a movie soundtrack, actually, a long time ago. A movie called Deep Blue Sea with Samuel Jackson and oh, wow. okay. uh, LL Cool J. I did a couple of songs on there. Those songs are, you know, R and B tracks. Um, so I, I, I pretty much do <laughs> the gamut. And uh, right. the main thing is, I have a project. My own uh, CD is coming out May the fifth okay. uh, this year, uh, and it's called Transparent. So um, I've been in the studio, you know, working hard trying to get that ready, so that May fifth, you know, I can I can bless the people. Oh, we look forward it. to it too, sir. Yeah, thank. I appreciate that. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to that project. I've gotten several words, several prophecies about the success of the project, but you know, I'm not taking anything for granted. You know right. what I'm saying? I just want to make sure. Right. You know, <laughs> I make sure that it's is what it's supposed to be and. Uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to this project being a blessing to a lot of people. Okay. Yep. And, and uh, where can we find you on the Internet, Joe? Uh, you can find me on MySpace, uh, myspace.com slash Joe Smith's World. Uh, that's J-O-E-S-M-I-T-H-S-W-O-R-L-D, Joe Smith's World. And uh, I'm also on Facebook, uh, just Joe Smith. You can find me uh, on Facebook. And uh, we're actually, I'm actually in the process of, of designing and building my website now. Um, so it will, when it's up, it'll be Soul Food Int. S O U L D F O O D E N T, that's short for entertainment.com. So that'll be up in about a month. And um, you'll be able to keep track of, because uh, we're planning a tour for the summer and certain other things. So you'll be able to keep track of where we're going to be and, and when the project's coming out and all that good stuff. Other artists that we have. So, um, yeah, that'll be coming up shortly. Okay. Well, Joe, we appreciate you having you on the show today, and I look forward to having you back. And, you know, like I said, you got people out here who are listening to this show who are going to support you. I appreciate that, man, and I look forward to coming back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. God bless you, man. All right. God bless. Much success to you, man. Yep. All right. All right. Well, people, the show is, um, if if you're still online, and you're still actually still on the phone. The show is still recording. The show is still on. Uh, we're going to take one more interview, and then we're going to um, I'm going to segue, you know, into in the the rest of the show. Uh, my next guest needs no introduction. He's he's made he's a <laughs> a reoccurring guest, a reoccurring um, uh, a, a man who uh, is a man of respect and a man of, uh, of valor. Um, without any uh, haste, I want to introduce to you guys. Mr. Clark Scott. Mr. Scott, are you there? I am always here. How you doing, Miles? I'm doing great and you, sir. I am always good. Well, we uh we're just talking to the people here who are now still on the show. But um man, okay. is there anything that you have to give to the people? Um I talked today about adopting a positive and optimistic outlook. Can you uh elaborate on anything that, that has happened to you as a result of being Maintaining a positive outlook and being optimistic. Who the the Lord, I guess a while back, uh, pointed out some frailties in me, mm-hmm. uh, so that He can heal, so that I can actually claim my full destiny. Okay. You know, there were a couple things that I didn't even realize. There was a, uh, I guess you say, a lack of belief in myself. Um, maybe even a, a lower self-esteem or damaged self-esteem. 
and it was it was one of those it was one of those things that he pointed it out because he needed to take me to a level that I had no idea, and I still don't have a full view of it. Mm-hmm. But he just gave me glimpses. But I stayed positive, and as I stayed positive, doors were open, and he brought healing to me, okay. so that I could be fully confident. And uh, ever since I started on my path, that's exactly what's been happening. Doors been opening up, okay. uh, businesses, uh, ideas. I mean, if I need for anything, it's pretty much a bet that it will come to me without hesitation. Right. All I have to do is keep my eyes open. Right. Uh, something as simple as for my uh, book that I just released, I needed a article written. Uh, I really needed a, a book review done okay. in a local paper. So while waiting for the while, – while coming up with ideas of how I was going to get this book review done, I hit a couple walls. Okay. But I stayed positive. I said, okay, God, uh, I know you're going to provide. I let it go. Keep moving. So I had my plan in place, but I kept moving. Uh, never even thinking about it, never doubting that God would do it. And I did my first reading from my uh, my poetry book the other okay. night. Okay. Congratulations. And thank you. Thank you. Uh, a gentleman, the host of the show, wanted to buy the book. So I ran down to my truck, and God said, grab two books. And I'm thinking, but, uh, you know, he only wants to buy one. So I grabbed two books, ran upstairs, signed the book, began to talk to him, talked to him for about 15 minutes almost. Then I sat down. I sat down looking at this other book in my hand, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take it back. God said, not yet. So I'm sitting there waiting some more time, and then finally it was like, okay, can I take it back now? He said, yes. So I picked the book up, uh, told my fiance I'll be right back, and began to walk out. Before I could even get down the steps, um, a young lady stopped me. She was like, I really enjoy your piece. I said, thank you very much. And she began to talk to me about um, her her current, her current boyfriend and, uh, you know, issues she was having with him, how much she loved him, and, you know, some of the pieces actually reminded uh, reminded her of his personality, things of that nature. Right. I gave her, you know, a couple of tidbits of advice because she said I seemed very knowledgeable about men and, and love. Mm-hmm. After giving her a couple of tidbits of advice, she kept on telling me, oh, I, no, I really liked your pieces. And she said, um, she said, and if you ever need anybody to do a book review, she said, I will be more than happy. Wow. She was a, a editor for the art and culture section of a local newspaper. Wow. And I just looked, and I started smiling, because God has been really acting up uh, lately <laughs> in my life. And, and in a good way. I mean that in a good way, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, from the smallest things to the largest things, you know, uh, uh, another story is the other night, other night I, uh, my, I was spending time with my fiancé. We're sitting there. And he dropped the idea into my head. And it was so, the idea was so, man, it was so powerful. I literally had to go home. I, I took a nap. I woke up at 3.30 a.m. I wrote to about 7.30 a.m. 
Then I went to sleep again for another three hours, jumped up, did meetings all day. Then I wrote from 3 to 6 p.m. again. Okay. It's um, I have a new project coming out, um, and it will be out May the 1st. Okay. And I know that seems kind of fast, but it's, it's the entire idea has already been laid out in my head. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's it's going to be a powerful thing. I really can't give too many details right, right. now. Right, I totally understand. But we'll be ready yeah. for it when it comes out. But it's going to be a self-help book. Okay. And it's going to be about aligning yourself mentally and spiritually um, with God's plan for you. Okay. And in regards to a mate. Oh, so wow. I know it's, so I know it's going to be... Uh, <laughs> I know it's going to be something that uh, a lot of people can relate to. Right. And a lot of people will find interesting. Right. Wow. So um, I'm just excited, man, to even hear about this. You know, um, how would you say, I spoke earlier in the show about um, the auto industry and how it wasn't ready for change and how um, – I also went on to say that if you're when you're ready for change, you won't require a bailout. Right. How do you, how do you feel? What do you feel like you can some advice you can give to somebody who who maybe they, they're on the fence, they they want to do something different, but they, they're still haven't completely accepted the fact that things as we know it, life as we've known it in the past maybe three years or so, it's just it's not going to happen like that anymore. That they that they're going to have to retool how they think and how they how they do things. In order to be successful with their family and everything, what do you? Um, what kind of advice would you give them now, just to, just to move forward? Well, the only thing constant in this life is change. Exactly. You can't hold on to dead things. Right. Um, they don't allow you to keep dead bodies in your house once your kin pass. Right. It's it's for a reason. It's 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 not right. You'll begin to rot with the dead thing. So, if you continue to hold on a dead or dying thing mm-hmm. that has no hope of uh, fully rebirthing to the level it was once in, you'll begin to rot and decay with it. Wow. And that's what we see. Um, God has made an excellent way for a lot of people who work in the automotive industry. Right. Buyouts. You know, these buyouts have been a blessing to some people and right. destruction to others in the sense of Instead of them coming out and trying to find a purpose, they come out and spend the money like it's free money. Right. <laughs> when which it is, what, what it is is a jump start. Right, exactly. It's a jump start. I know a gentleman right now who is using his buyout to start a business that he's been brewing and working on and building up, a, you know, stockpiles of equipment and music. Okay. And um, he's good. He's very good. And he just found out he was getting laid off. And instead of him, you know, what was me sitting in, the, in a ball somewhere in a fetal position, he <laughs> said, this is the time. Right. This is the time. Right. Right. So it's, you have to reinvent yourself. Right. You have to reinvent yourself, especially when what you defined yourself as or what you connected yourself to is dying or ending. If you don't reinvent yourself, you will die with it. Wow. Well, that, that's, that's that's point blank period. That's that's and it doesn't get any realer than that. I mean, you have to be able to let go of stuff that doesn't work. I mean, even 
in a garden, if you if you leave like dead brush around, it'll start causing everything else around it to deteriorate. And you have to you have to keep it clean. You have to keep weeds out because stuff like that, it it zaps life. Death takes away from life. <laughs> yeah, another one quick piece of advice that they also need to um, uh, really, I mean, when I say take it, take it and attach it to yourself, make it grow with you, is not only do you need to reinvent yourself and keep a positive attitude, but watch your input. Wow. Watch yeah. what goes into you. And I mean from outside sources, from entertainment to music, but especially who's around you. Right. If you have friends that can't help but to speak negative words and negative ideas, then those are not really your friends. They're wow. agents. Wow. And they came for your destruction. Wow. And it's strange to think of somebody who, you, who you've kept close to you for so long as an agent for your demise or your destruction, but they were assigned to you to wow. keep you on a negative path. If you continue to to hold them tight, it, it's like taking a rose um, that still has the thorns in it and hugging it. It's, it's, it's only going to prick you. It's only going to do you damage. And, you know, I, I can't help but just when you say that, man, it, just, it makes me think about all the times I've, I've had kept people along because I called them my friend. And, you know, not that the people were bad people, but our relationship may have, have gone in another direction, and they were no longer viable to my success or viable to my long-term, you know, you know, the long-term of me obtaining goals and things like that. And not saying yeah. that they're bad people, but it was just saying that, you know, the relationship, you know, the season for that relationship had, had come to pass, and it was time to move forward. A lot of people will stay in marriages and stay in relationships with people that, that really – they, they're not taking them anywhere. They just, if anything, they're, they're zapping from them. They're taking from them, but not putting anything back. And, and, and relationships are about reciprocity. Anybody who can't give give back, it's got to be some sort of give and take in any type of relationship. I don't care what type of relationship, even the relationship you have with God. God gives. As you give to Him, He gives. He gives to you. It's a reciprocation. You you'll see it. But there's some people who who their men, their mo is, what can I take from you? And if I can't take from you, how can I destroy you? Oh yeah, and there's, there's some people that think like that. Sometimes uh, the really sad part is if you arouse somebody who thinks like that and they don't even know it. Right. And they even that's that's the worst case because, I mean, I actually met people like that or had people like that around me, and I felt really sad for them mm-hmm. because they actually considered themselves a friend as well. Right. And in the grand scheme of things, they were not. They were devil's advocate. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, and they would, they would literally, anything they can do, any point. If I told them ninety nine, if I told them a hundred good things, mm-hmm. they would always have to say at least one bad. Wow. They would have to. It, they, they wouldn't feel right. <laughs> and um, their excuse would be. You know, I'm just trying to make sure you realize. And I said, how long have you known me? How long have, you know, we known each other? Right. You've known me long enough to know that I contemplate, you know, a situation from, from start to finish. Right. So I, I already know all the, the bad parts, all the ways it can go wrong. 
why must you point that out? Right. You know? But it's certain people that need, they need to uh, to say something negative. They need to reroute you to the negative. Wow. And it's for what purpose? What purpose? Do I mean, really? You have wow. to ask yourself. It's for pur- Everything is for a purpose. Everything from how you get up out the bed to which way you go down the street. You don't get in your car and say, I I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I'm in my car. Right. No, you at least have a purpose. You're going somewhere. And if you do, and if you're in your car and you're thinking that way, then stop and, and, and let's do this differently. <laughs> Ask for help. <laughs> right. Right. So it's, it's just one of those things of everything that you do has a purpose. Right. So, so start asking yourself the purpose of what you're doing. And matter of fact, let's backtrack it. <clears throat> and start asking yourself, what are your goals in everything you do? And when you get confused in making your plan, go back to it. Okay, what are my goals? Because if what you're doing is taking you away from your goal, it shouldn't be in your plan. Right. You know? Right. Okay. Well, Clark, this is, is, is again, as as usual, it, it's a great thing to have you on the show. Um we're getting ready. To, we're going. To, we're going to close the show out now. We, we're like 15 minutes over. I pray that this is on the on the podcast because this is just <laughs> stuff that people need to hear. If not, at least we heard it. <laughs> but uh, I want to. We're going to end the show now. Um, I thank you all for uh, coming out. Thank the guests that appeared today, uh, Mr. Von Taylor, uh, Mr. Joe Smith, uh, Mr. Clark Scott, and um, I'm your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. And I want to thank you for coming out and and partaking in creating a championship standard of living and I want to leave you with this one quote that I love it's my my quote that I that I love I live by it and that is don't ever give up don't ever quit on your dreams god bless you I love you and I'll see you next week